So about 80,000 new investors joined online investing platform Shazies, and its co-founder, Leighton Roberts, uh, joins me now. G'day, Leighton. G'day. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So you've had a big growth, 80,000 new investors. How much money? Yeah, well, um, that comes with about just over $300 million, I think. So, yeah, some, some really large growth over the last few weeks. And is this just everybody who's got a bit of ding around the place thinking, let's get in there and buy low and then sell high? Um, I think over 90% of them are actually saying that they're for the long term. So we're primarily buyers in the market by nature of being a newer platform, I suppose. So, um, yeah, lots of people buying, not too much selling, but... Um, but overall, I mean, that's looking pretty good for a lot of those people so far, that's for sure. So uh, what, what, when we look at the investors, let's profile them a bit. How much money are they putting in on average? Uh, so the average deposit into the platform is about $50 a week. Uh, and the average trade, if you like, on the platform is about five or $600. So um, that's much lower than your traditional platforms, um, where it used to be uh, five to $10,000 that people would do, but um, still much higher than what it was for us. Um, a year or two ago. So, and when you do that, do you get to choose the uh, the shares that you invest in, or are you just going into your fund managers? No, you can either choose to be um, going to a managed fund, or you can choose individual companies. So, um, that's completely up to the investor. And who do you think these new investors are? I know it's difficult, um, you know, in this day of uh, anonymous uh, internet and all that sort of thing. But I mean, are they youngsters? Are they old people? I mean, who are the people with some money free to actually start doing some new investing? Yeah. Our customer base tends to be between 25 and 45, largely. Um, but we sort of, you know, we have people of zero and we have 90-year-olds. But um, largely it's people, I think, who um, have had a little bit more time on their hands in the last few weeks and probably knew that when markets were more volatile, it might be an opportunity to finally get them started. Um, and uh, so... Generally, a bit of a younger customer base, I guess. 70% of them are new to investing um, and pretty much 50-50 men and women. It also enables people to invest in um, bigger stocks of high capital value that's always very hard to get into. And I'm, I'm thinking things like Fisher & Paykel Healthcare, you know, which is sitting at, what, 30-something odd a share. Not everybody can, you know, not everyone can actually handle that. You can actually buy shares of shares, and which is why your company's called Sharesy? Yeah, that's right. I mean, um, the, the company's... I mean, I guess the name's got multiple angles for it, but um, that's one of the reasons you can really well diversify even with a couple of hundred dollars. I mean, you can put a cent into any company you like. Most people don't do that, but um, it certainly means that you the choice is in your hands as an investor, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so what chance, looking at the trends of the new investors that are coming in, do you think they are picking the winners, or are you sitting there going, well, these guys are green? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, I, I don't um, necessarily think that I would be the right person to be on picking winners, or, uh, and I, I struggle to see um, good evidence of anyone that can, to be honest. So my response is always, you know, should people, is now a good time to be investing? And I always say, in good times or bad, that if you're not, then yes, it is, because um, overall, investing is probably going to be very good for you. Okay, so this little series is all about bosses who are going into recovery, and you are recovered. I mean, uh, COVID has actually given you a shot in the arm. In a personal leadership sense, what have you learnt by the uh, the rush towards your product? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, I actually uh, am a owner um, of a couple of bars as well, so hospitality industry. So I've really seen the world from two completely different angles over the last little bit. Um, and I think in both cases, the big thing for me is um, the importance of clear communication and 
and personal communication as well. So um, as a manager of, of people, that's been the biggest drive home for me, I guess, is just making sure that um, people are as informed as they can be and we're having conversations regularly. And that's both in the companies that are going, um, you know, had some, a really good good time out of this, like Chessies, and those that have struggled much more, yeah. So never um, never sugarcoat the bad news, but at the same time, don't also over-bog down the, the, the good news. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I had, we, one of our shareholders, um, I won't say his name, but he's a well-respected business person, and um, some of the advice he gave during um, the period was that um, things are uh, almost never as bad as what you think they are and almost never as good as what you think they are. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just, um, okay. with those two dynamics in mind, it's just like bringing some realism to, to everything has been quite good because um, the growth that we've seen as shares is definitely comes with its own challenges as well. Mm, exactly. So 80,000 new investors into shares uh, Do you think you can continue to grow your business further or is this solely linked into COVID? Yeah, is this continuing? Yeah, I mean, it, well, it is at the moment. We're still seeing significant growth, and even prior to COVID, shares were seeing significant growth, ten percent month for month growth for basically our existence, um, which most companies would be very happy with. But um, you know, I, I think that this is really going to drive home the, the return of the retail investor um, to the market. And um, I think through KiwiSaver, we've already had um, you know material ownership of New Zealand companies as a retail investment base. And what I think this is going to drive is some influence over that as well. So a real chance for everyday people to, to pick how companies behave and what they're doing and which yeah. ones we want to support. Well, see, Arthur, the, the wonderful thing about the internet and this sort of product is that some of us are old enough to remember all the money we lost in 87. <laughs> yeah. And that was when we had a very healthy retail uh, sector in, in the equity markets, you know. Uh, but mm. the problem is too many people got too excited and borrowed too much money and then it all came tumbling down. So this is good, in fact, for the governance of our country that more and more people are actively looking at what our listed companies are doing. Oh, completely. I mean, 87 is a great example of where we don't want to go again. It was 10 years it took for recovery for the markets compared to probably a year in the U.S., um, and now we're much closely, much um, more closely correlated to the US. And, mm. um, you know, I think that interest is going to be super important and give um, the overall economy a real boost into the future.